take a time machine back to before the world went to hell. Around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games. That's what I want to talk about. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And continue the conversation on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content. And now... Less Than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less Than 2,000. Now part of the HyperX Podcast Network. All seven and we'll watch them fall. If they stand in the way of love, then we will smoke them all. With that intellect and the sidewalk there. Is it? Hey, good morning, Chad. Too early in the morning for that. Good morning, Adam. <laughs> I was not ready for that at all. Not at this hour. I mean, it's in, it's the morning. We're doing a morning. We're doing a morning episode for once. So today we're talking about 9192. We're talking about Diamonds and Pearls and Love Single. We're talking about Prince 91 and Love Symbol. The new power and generation era. What's interesting is after listening to Love Symbol, because I, I know most of Diamonds and Pearls, completely i i found that i didn't really like most of the music yeah on that album i liked some of it it was okay but but what's interesting is i think that the story behind love album is far more fascinating than the music mm-hmm. which we'll get into later mm-hmm. however the song seven might be my my actual favorite prince song of all time wow I can listen to it today and I know I know I can I couldn't do it a cappella but I could if it was on I could sing every word my wife one day turned to me when I was singing it in the kitchen she goes how do you know this and I'm and I literally knew every word <laughs> but I want to I do when I say it's my favorite song I want to preface this with this is my favorite song of my of my childhood timestamp because he was obviously in decade three mm-hmm. by the time we started listening to Prince. So for anybody else out there that's listening, yes, we are aware that Prince was was long before our generation, but we came in listening to Diamonds and Pearls. And and I, I got to say, seven, I, I, I can listen to it seven times in a day and I don't get bored. I, I, there's something about that song I just love. I think it's because I get it where you relate to things like sexy MF or get <laughs> off or, you know, cream or things like that. <laughs> that was the longest answer that could have been literally one word or even one digit. Seven. Well, I wanted to make sure I got my, I wanted to make sure I got my one actual note in for the show. Like that was the one note that I wrote. Everything else is going to be off the cuff from here on out. I have two pages of typed notes by comparison. So I loved I loved going down this rabbit hole. I loved going down the Prince early 90s rabbit hole. I I hadn't forgotten how good it was, but Diamonds and Pearls, man, is like every single song is is just a banger. It's just uh, <laughs> compared to compared to the Love Symbol album, which has some great songs on it. Your favorite song, Seven. And you know, sexy mf'er, but it's it's got a lot of not great stuff. Too. That's it. 
So so now we can work backwards today. We're done with love symbol, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Seven and sexy MFR. <laughs> well, I I just even the way that the okay love symbol was ninety two, late ninety two, um, and it it came. The first song is "My Name Is Prince," and it just wasn't great. My name is Prince, and I am funky. It's just. <laughs> I, I don't. Okay. Well, then, so, yes. So since we're talking about this, the reason why it's called love symbol, I don't think anybody doesn't know this, is mm-hmm. is because he got you know he joined with his record label in 1977 or whatever, and yeah. essentially said, "Forget you." Like he was tired of their games, of the crap, of the of the of the money he was paying out. You know, he had built by this point an incredible following, an incredible library of work, mm-hmm. and so. He was like, forget you guys, forget it. And so he he said, I am no longer going to go by the name of Prince. I am I am love symbol. And he created the symbol that means absolutely nothing. It's a hybrid of, you know, man and woman and all is all and all of that kind of stuff. But then the first song is my name is Prince. Well, you got your timing off a little bit on that. The album Love Symbol came out in 92. He didn't start going by that as his name until late 93. And so he he had the symbol that he used as the title for the album. And then uh, six months to a year later, he started going by that. So he was still Prince at the time the Love Symbol album came out. What? Real-time fact check. Yes, in 1993 in Rebellion Against Warner Brothers, which refused to release Prince's enormous backlog of music at a steady pace, Prince formally adopted the love symbol as his stage name. This is the best part about it. To use the symbol in print media, Warner Brothers organized a mass mailing of floppy disks with the custom logo. So they sent out floppy disks to media press release, you know, press releases and Entertainment Weekly and Rolling Stone so they could have the symbol to type his name. So so the album came okay. first, then he changed his name. Okay, I I did. I just looked it up. I swear I I swear I had looked it up and I think it was because they kept talking about his love symbol as his name. Mm-hmm. And then that was right within six months or whatever it was you <laughs> yeah. said of, of the album. So yeah. I combined those two. Yeah. So... Clearly, my preparation on this episode is fantastic. So, so this out, so this episode can't be called Prince and the Love Symbol. It has to be called Prince and the New Power Generation because he was still Prince at this time, and these were the only two albums that he actually had. New Power Generation, and how awesome is that name, New Power Generation, for a backup band? And they actually wrote some of the stuff. It wasn't like they were just a backup band; like they contributed lyrics and music and stuff and it was really more of a band effort although the love symbol album became more and more prince as it went along well yes absolutely he took the power back and he was he was also blaming the label for love symbol not being as good of a selling record um and i'd be like dude don't blame the label for that it's just not as good of a record as diamonds and pearls was diamonds and pearls no not at all hit after hit after hit this this is what happens, I think, when when artists, I think, think that they can't fail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's one of those things to where they they're so successful, they're so talented. I mean, like there's no absolutely love Prince. In fact, 
I, I would venture to say, I, I, I think I might like Prince more than I like Michael Jackson. Wow. That's, I mean, fair. I'm not going to give you a hard time about like that. It's, That's it's, fair. It's, you know what I mean? And I know that I know, I know most people out there would probably go, you're going to diss the King of pop for Prince. Like, no, I'm, I'm Michael Jackson. It was an incredible talented artist, And I love what he especially did with music videos. I mean, he ushered in this notion that you could tell movies and story through music videos. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I thought that was incredible, but I think, I think, and at least in my my early childhood, I connected more with Prince, you know, than I did Michael Jackson. And, but again, look at how many albums Prince knocked out. You go from 91 Diamonds and Pearls to 92 Love Symbol. Yeah. And yeah, you can't make a hit after hit album over and over and over again. Like, I, I, I don't even know how the mind would be that incredible to be that perfect every time for for that many decades straight. But he always made sure to have something. Seven and sexy MF. He had Diamonds and Pearls was his 13th album. Love Symbol was his 14th album. In 91 and 92, he put out a total of uh, 39 albums in his lifetime. Dude, 39 albums while he was alive. That doesn't even count all the Tupac post-death releases that have been out. Because he had all this recorded stuff. Like, let's just take a moment to appreciate what an amazing talent Prince was. I mean, but his, his... his music is not all, everything is great, but he wrote so many songs. He was he was made to be Prince. There is no yeah. other Prince. There is no one that could ever come close to his uh, just that that intent that sabwa fair that that <laughs> unexplainable. You can't put your finger on it, but there's something magical about Prince. And what an amazing artist. And it's a damn shame that he died of a fentanyl overdose and p- relatively young because he could have put out another 30 albums. The award-winning Go Nintendo podcast is the best place to get the latest news on the world of Nintendo. We cover the biggest stories, share impressions of the latest games, and answer your burning questions. There's also some general pop culture talk, game music trivia, a heaping helping of silliness, and did I mention our robot companion? I'm the star of the show. Catch new episodes of the Go Nintendo Podcast every Saturday on the HyperX Podcast Network. Us. We're the Spirit Hunters, and we're a show that treats Hunter Hunter and Yu Hakusho's author as the center of the universe. Some weeks we do linguistic analysis. The Chinese meaning of this character is to smelt or refine, but so the changed meaning in Japanese it means to temper. Other times, we get absolutely smashed. So we take one shot every time. Yusuke uses the ray gun. One hour later. This is the least coherent episode. Check us out at the HyperX Podcast Network. Cream, I remember every single time that came on MTV. Like I yeah. couldn't turn it off. Yeah, it was it, it, it was a, it was a simple video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, really, but I just the the song is just so awesome. Like I I don't even know what to say about it. It's got this like sinuous, sexy, slinky just vibe to it. It's got it's just so chill, but just this like like a like a like a 
panther, a, like a, like a sex panther, coming for you in the jungle. I don't know how to. I don't know how to put it, but like a sex panther stalking you in the jungle. I, it's like a like a panther, like a like a sex panther. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> Oh, I could do, like, that's the audio clip for, for the, the Anchorman, <laughs> the Anchorman perfume that's made out of the panther pheromones. That's what this, that, that's the it's only thing. Called it's called sex panther. It's called sex panther. Exactly. That, that's what it's I, called sex panther. It's illegal in nine countries, you know. <laughs> that's how I would describe the song Cream. And, and the video is great. All the videos for this album were great. I have a question because I, I honestly can't remember this because, you know, now at our age, uh, things blend together. Was it your mom and dad or was it my mom and dad that allowed either one of us to have the Diamonds and Pearls album yours, but not get off? It was mine? Oh, I don't remember that. I, I, you, I, I seem to remember you having the tape or the CD of, uh, probably tape, of Diamonds and Pearls and I only had the single of Cream. Yeah. That's my memory of it. I, I remember yeah, you having no, the no, whole no. thing. I just remember. Then yeah, I think it was one of those things to where I, did I? I don't know if I ever had the actual full thing, mm. like at at that age. Like I, I later, of course, I did. But I I wonder if I was able to like copy all of them. But my parents stood there and they were like, "No, you can have everything, but get off." I, I if I had, which to guess, in hindsight, I, imagine a parent saying that to you. They're standing yeah. over you. All of these songs are okay. <laughs> Cream is all right. Daddy pop, no problem. Insatiable. Live for love. All good. Yes. Jugger, jughead. You're removing get off right now. I think that's right. Because I, I I seem to have a memory of being in your room and seeing the tape with the pearls on the cover. and But I don't ever remember the song get off. Like, I don't remember that until later. So I'm guessing your parents mm-hmm. let you buy the tape and then, you know, tape it over to a, you know, clean, you know, Max, uh, Maxwell uh, tape or whatever, TDK tape. And, but you couldn't record Get Off. And then I used your copy to make one for myself. So my copy was a copy of a copy. And neither of us could listen to Get Off. And later I'm like, when did, what album was Get Off on? Like, is that an old one? Is that right? a new I think one? there was like a, yes, I thought there was a split second where Get Off was like a hidden track that like didn't hit the Midwest <laughs> or something. I was like, what the, when did this song hit? It was your parents. <laughs> the videos all had that same like early 90s soft focus with the uh like 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 the, somebody put vaseline over the 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 um the lens yeah like either they stretched like the net or they rubbed the because yeah all of these were little tricks and tools that you could do so yeah they had the soft focus i mean this, like this was kind of this blue. was before digital where it was like it's easy to replicate yeah. so like yeah i mean they they put a lot of thought into making this sultry you know uh uh like image yeah prints yeah, they, 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 uh, all, so it looked so much like the movies of the time. Do you remember the movie Dick Tracy? It had, it had that, it had that oh, yeah. look. It had that look of just that, that, that soft focus and that, like, the, like, blue, whatever, kind of bluish sheen to everything. And they all told a story, kind of like in the vein of, of a, 
of a Michael Jackson. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cream video, the diamonds and pearls video. Amazing for a kid. Amazing for 10, 11, 12 year olds. Amazing. <laughs> Can you elaborate on that? Well, I'm just really excited for you to describe why diamonds and pearls was quote awesome as a, uh, 10, 11 year old boy. Yeah, that album cover was probably the coolest cover I had seen in in my life at the ripe age of, if you were eleven, I was either eleven or twelve. I mean, it literally with the with the the golden pearls behind it, and then the reflective cover. I mean, it was just. I mean, had you seen anything like that? I mean, is there has there really been much of anything like that since? I mean, it was such a such a unique concept. I would have to guess that it was it was um, another Prince album. <laughs> you know, I would have to be another Prince thing to to be anything like copying that. himself. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we're moving on to Diamonds and Pearls. How another Sex Panther song, dude? It just starting from the. The bass, the do 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 is like when it completely changes and it goes into this winter wonderland thing. It's like this do, 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 do. And it's like out of nowhere, it kind of becomes this different song for like 30 seconds. Prince was awesome at that. This was the age when we were really starting to discover girls and women and stuff. Like Prince, Prince taught us a lot. Go on. Prince taught us a lot about love (laughs) and sex, but Mainly love. If I could, I would so buy you the world. So where did you world. get your sex ed? Prince and the new power generation. <laughs> I I love I love this song. I, I love this album. And I just, I miss Prince. Like he was such a unique person. And going back and listening to these, I was like, I need to listen to more Prince in my life. Like. In general, not just the new power generation generation, but all of it. And I did. I did start listening to it again because I was like, his stuff made me want to listen to more of his stuff. And the only albums I ever owned of his were with the Batman one and the hits. In 93, they started releasing the hits slash B-sides, volume one and two. And so I had everything, you know. Yeah. 1999 and and the best of these albums that was the black and white cover right yeah where where, yeah i that that album i mean i know it was a compilation of of stuff like i that that was probably the greatest hits release of his lifetime Mm -hmm. i mean that had everything that was so incredible and he had another 15 years in front of him almost that's what's amazing to me mm-hmm. that he he continued to put out. That was he'd only had fourteen of thirty nine so far at that point. I can't even envision somebody in twenty twenty two trying to even do anything close 
to what Prince did from a musical and like a, a production flamboyant um, just persona. It's hard enough to play the guitar or any instrument live in front of thousands of people, right? But then, or or to sing, or, or especially to sing and then dance or do any of these other things where you could get winded, especially in his fourth decade. Yes. Fourth decade oh my God. of not his life, of his professional career. Yeah. Yet this guy, Prince, could play the guitar, sing, dance, run on stage, do all this kind of stuff, put on an epic show. I can't see anyone doing that today. Mm-mm. Everybody else is everything kind of laid out and mixed and ready to go or 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 they're or they're just singing and then they bring in the other stuff or they right. have just the backup band right. or this or that. And and so that I think again you 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 mentioned Madonna. I'm going to put Michael Jackson in this. Yes. Prince. These artists were artists that not only took their music very seriously, they took the showmanship seriously. They mm-hmm. took the whole show and said, I want to give you something. It didn't matter if it was music videos, live, any of those things. And I wish, I wish you and I could have seen Prince or Michael Jackson live together in our lifetime, you know, uh, because imagine seeing that because they, they were true artists that cared about every aspect, which is why Prince probably gave the finger to his, to the label at some point. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's creating it. It's not like they're manufacturing it. They're not like Prince today. You're going to wear this. You're going to do this. You're oh gonna, yeah. Here's how you're. Here's here's the music that was written for you. Here's what you're going to sing today. No, it was him. Hey, they did. They Warner Brothers did put out all those floppy disks so music publications could refer to him as the symbol. <laughs> They they did something for him. They helped with his image because no one no one had that font. No one had that. That is the funniest story about all of this is that they had to release. I, and I'm wondering yep. if it was the three and a half by inch, but I'm guessing it was more the five inch floppies, the actual old school floppy discs that you put in. So yeah, you could, with one with one thing on it, it's the symbol. That's awesome. That's the, okay. You know what? It's funny because that's kind of the sign of a good of a. I think of a good label. They're like, he'll be back. We're going to go and help the media because it'll help us in the long yeah, run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to send everybody the <laughs> yes. They, so that way they know what to print. But even then, they everybody still just said artist formerly known as Prince. His name didn't didn't become the symbol. It really became artist formerly known as Prince. Right. That's what everybody really wrote. Yeah, yeah, but that's 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 an incredible story. I, it's hilarious. I mean, what he, are you, what he, are you going to do? I mean, he, Prince had to be one of his one of their star uh, artists. Properties. I mean, like, what else are you going to do? He he had properties. <laughs> one of his star properties. <laughs> he had. To, that's the way the label would have thought of it. No, no, that's the way the Shinehart Wig Company, who owned Warner Brothers, would have thought of it. This is one of our star <laughs> properties, and and it's so funny to me that he changed his name to give them the finger and to be like. I'm not Prince. I'm this other thing. And they're like, yeah, okay, buddy. We're going to send out these floppy disks. So they actually supported him in his rebellion and just kind of took the legs out from underneath it. And then he was kind of like, you know what? The artist formerly known as Prince isn't as cool as Prince. 
So I'm going to go back to Prince. And he did. And I, I think the early 2000s, he started officially changed his name back to Prince. So he, but he was gone a full like seven, some years, seven yeah. Eight years or more. Yeah. I think almost 10 years. Wow. And, and he, and, 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 you know, his first, his, 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 his name is Prince Rogers Nelson. His dad was a jazz musician and his dad's, one of his stage names was Prince Rogers. So he named him his son, Prince and Prince hated that name and wanted people to call him Skipper. <laughs> now that's the second best part of this is <laughs> after the floppy disk. <laughs> Could you imagine instead of Prince doing diamonds and pearls and cream and get off and sexy MF it's and now Skipper Skipper diamonds and pearls <laughs> do 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 we'll give you, the, you did you hear that new uh, Skipper song it's, it's, seven <laughs> Yeah, who's going to stand around the water cool and be like, bro, you should have seen the live Skipper show last night. Best Holy show I've ever seen. Hell. Oh, man. Best show I've ever seen? Skipper, Skipper buddy. Like, no, it's he not. He can sing, he can dance. Prince. He's a sex panther. Skip, boy, that Skipper, Skipper can really sing and dance. 